Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. We fix credit. Are you bound by medical bills, child support liens, evictions, late payments, repossession, bankruptcy, or student loans? Today, you can turn that around. Time to be no longer bound. Hi, my name is Dove Stanton, and the name of my credit restoration company is No Longer Bound Financial Services. We are a debt-free company with the means to help thousands of people restore and rebuild their credit. Our customers have been able to obtain their dream homes, dream cars, refinancing, and building a greater future for them and their families. We dispute all negative and erroneous items from all three major credit bureaus. In closing, we can help you restore your credit, which in turn will restore your financial future. The way to reach me is by Love Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. Is who's on tonight? Is the panel? Can can you guys hear me? Wait, let's have the fire start. What are we You can just chime in um, once you can hear me if you can't. But um, we thank God for being here tonight for another Bible study. Um, truly, it is a blessing that we are able to come together tonight for um, for another for another Bible study on tonight. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and get on uh, get started with Bible study. Uh, we thank God for. Um, Chaos, uh, Elder Oliver, and, and Lady Oliver, for everybody that's on the panel. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and pray, God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for life, health, and strength. God, we pray as the panel is coming on tonight, God, that you have your, your perfect will and perfect way. Um, and your son, Jesus, name, we pray. Amen. Um, is anyone on yet? Okay. All right, so we're going to go ahead and um, and get started on tonight. Um, the Lord had given me um, the series to do um, with Joseph, 
and this has truly, truly been blessing me as deaf, and I pray that it's been blessing you. Um, but tonight is a very powerful, um, very powerful subject. Sometimes a lot of us, even as Christians, um, it's kind of hard for us. Kind of hard for us to do. We say we are, you know, we'll do it, but then, um, you know, we still have, um, you still have malice and different things in your heart. But tonight is um, a conclusion um, of Joseph. <clears throat> so before I um, get started, um, well, we'll go ahead and get started. So we're going to go to Genesis chapter 45, and we're going to start at verse number um, 5, and then I'm going to skip over to verse number 15. So Genesis chapter 45, um, verse number 5, and then we're going to skip over to verse number um, verse number 15. Now, therefore, do not grieve nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither. And this is um, Joseph speaking, okay? For God did send me before you to preserve life. And we're going to skip over to verse number 15. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. And after that, his brethren talked with him. And tonight, I'll Our subject, of course, we're dealing with Joseph, but we're going to take it a little bit deeper as we can see um, as we get deeper in the message that the conclusion of Joseph equals forgiveness. It equals forgiveness. And something that I had mentioned um, on my last Bible study uh, when it came down to the butler and the baker and how um, Joseph uh, interpreted their dreams. But then later on, you know, he did these things, and he told he told them, you know, don't don't forget about don't forget about me when you get um, back to Pharaoh. And we know that the butler was restored, but the baker was beheaded. So the butler totally forgot about Joseph until um, Pharaoh had a dream, and no one could interpret um, interpret the dream. Um, so he was calling everybody, the, magi- the magicians and, you know, every, everybody he could, but nobody can interpret the dreams but Joseph because then, of course, he remembered um, he remembered Joseph. So um, <clears throat> I'm just going to do some history before I get into actually what I just read to kind of bring everybody, um, bring everybody where we are as far as covering a few of these chapters. But um, the interpretation of Pharaoh's dream at this point has come to pass. And um, the famine was all over the land. And as scripture says, it was waxed sore in the land. Okay. So Joseph's brothers, um, they, they came to Egypt for corn. And of course, who's over all the land, brother Joseph. Okay. So um, Jacob hears of food in Egypt. Um, so he sends his sons, his ten sons there, but Benjamin, which was the baby boy, which was Joseph's blood brother, stays behind uh, just in case some things go down. Um, so they didn't. He didn't want to send Benjamin, the baby boy, um, send the baby boy down. So, um, so they came and they bowed down themselves uh, with their faces to the ground. And at this point, um, Joseph knew them, but they didn't know him because he had made himself 
uh, as the scripture says, strange, tried to um, kind of cover himself up, you know, um, kind of like a disguise. <laughs> but Joseph remembered the dreams he dreamed. Um, and as we talked about previous, the dreams that Joseph shared when he was when he was younger as a, as a child, a teenager, you know, he shared the dreams to his brothers, um, but his brothers hated him even the more. And they're like, yeah, right, you know, don't know what you're talking about. And then when it came down to his parents, it was a dream that was dreamed. His dad, he didn't like what he heard, but he, he observed, he listened. So now at this point, they're, um, you know, they're running out of food. There's a famine, so now they have to go to Joseph, not knowing who Joseph is. So once his brothers bowed down themselves, Joseph remembered the dreams that he dreamed, okay? And this is building up to um, our, our topic, which is forgiveness. And right here, it came up again, okay, because all this is going on because of the interpretation of the dream um, from Pharaoh. So Joseph does not make it 100% easy for his brothers, okay? So when I was reading this, the things that he had that he put his brothers through, um, I was thinking just as our human self, you know, is it possible that he's in disbelief and possibly um, reliving the moment of hurt? Remember, uh, reliving the moment that, you know, the feelings that he felt when his brothers sold him and to hear his brothers talking, saying, hey, you know, we don't, we don't have to kill him. No, let's not kill him. Let's just, let's just sell him. Um, but which worked out for his good. But is it possible that when he saw them, that he made sure he had to hurt to cover himself, cover his face, not talk too much so they may recognize him, but it's possible that he was hurt. So I can testify to that, to where things in my life, to where um, that things that have hurt me, even with my, my family, even as a child, certain things, like if I, you know, if I hear certain things, a certain kind of smell or, if a conversation, it, it'll take me back to that particular situation that happened. But is it possible that he's in disbelief, like, wow, wait a minute, the, my brothers, oh, my, my, my brothers are here, and that, that pain and that brokenness um, could have possibly came. So um, so he, with Joseph, said they were, um, he set them up again, you know, he said they were spies, just trying to bring everybody up to where we are. Um, so he said that they were spies, and he puts them into prison for three days until they brought his brother Benjamin, which was his blood brother by his mother, okay? So Joseph is getting some real payback, okay? It's a lot of things that Joseph could have done um, to his brothers, and no one would have questioned him about it. Um, but he's, he's doing these, play, these payback games right now. Um, does someone need to mute their phone? Okay, that's better. Now I can hear. Okay, so he understands. Um, so Joseph is getting some real payback, and he understands. Um, he understands them as they're as they're speaking. But Joseph is very smart, very intelligent, and even in spite of all this, you know, um, he still he still loves he still loves his brothers. So um, as I say, he's getting some real payback, and he understands them as they are speaking. But Joseph, he has an interpreter. Um, but Joseph 
even with this, Joseph was torn. He was still torn, and he had to turn away from his brothers, and he wept. Um, so even with that, when I was thinking about it, um, forgiveness, as we're going to be dealing with on tonight, and if you have been following along with this series um, with, with Joseph, his brother, I mean, it started from day one, and a lot of times as children, they may not say nothing, but they can pick up on the on the negative, on the on the bad energy, and you know, if you're treating them a certain kind of way, or uh, go, leave me alone, you know, go, go over there. No, you can't. Everything is no, no, no. And being that his dad made him this 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 coat of many colors, that just kind of added, you know, gas to the fire as a dysfunctional family, showing favoritism to one um, to one child. So you'll hear that Joseph, um, in this conclusion, he wept a lot he wept a lot and someone may be out there they you may be listening and it's okay it's okay it is okay if you have to cry it's okay if you have to walk away if you have to go into a quiet place if you have to go into the bathroom you know if you're in the shower and you feel the you know if things have happened and you are hurt you are broken and you're still healing it is okay for you to weep um you know, some of us, we can relive moments that we, I mean, it could have happened 10, 15, 20 years ago, but when it hits, it feels as if it literally just, like it just happened. <clears throat> so Joseph loved his brothers. He he forgave his brothers, um, but he was still, um, if I could just, you know, say I feel like Joseph was still hurt, and when he saw them, it just kind of brought back um, some bad memories. So in chapter 43, um, Joseph tells them, you know, he has taken them through all of this, you know, kind of playing this game with them like, oh, no, y'all, y'all, this is not going to be that easy. So the brothers, they were not able to just come and just buy food, buy corn, and just go their way. No, Joseph took, he, Joseph took them through a few, a few things, okay? So in verse 43, now Joseph tells them that, you know, <clears throat> he won't, they won't be able to see his face until um, he tells them until your brother is with you, meaning his brother, his blood brother, um, which was Benjamin. So they have ran out of food yet again, and Judah is telling his father, um, yo, the only way we can go back to go get food so we can live and and not die because we don't have any food. It, the only way this is going to happen, we have to take Benjamin. We have to take Benjamin with us, which was the baby boy, the baby brother, which was also born in Jacob's old age by the woman that he waited on, that he loved so, 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 so very much. And, um, and Jacob is like, he's asking, like, wait a minute, wh- why? <laughs> you know, asking him, why? Why did y'all, you know, why did y'all tell him who was here or what did you have? Your, you know, why? Like we say, they, why are you telling people our business or our family status? And they said because he asked us straight up. He was, he was rough. Joseph, Joseph was really was rough with them. And um, they was telling their father, like, hey, it's it just we, we had to. He, he asked him, and we had to tell him. He was asking about you. He was asking about Benjamin. He was just asking, asking us all these questions. And the only way we can go now 
we have to take Benjamin with us, okay? Um, just to bring everybody up to date. So um, Benjamin spent um, on his way, and now Joseph sees Benjamin um, afar off, which he knows that's his mother's son. And so here we go. He weeps yet again. And so moving on, um, getting closer to what I just read, which was chapter 45. Um, but in chapter 44, Joseph put his cup, he's still, you know, setting them up, but Joseph put his cup in Benjamin's bag um, as they have left the second time, uh, came back the second time, and he tells one of his servants to go after them because he knew that the cup that he put there, his cup, he put it in his brother's bag. And the brothers, they're confused. Like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't steal from you. We, you know, the question was, was in Scripture, so you're going to trade, you know, good for evil? I do something good to, for you, and now you do something evil? So Joseph was, he was, you know, playing games with them. And so he was telling them, so whoever cup, whoever bag my cup is found in, they're going to have to stay here and be my servant, okay? So that's bringing us up to Chapter 45, um, which is, Broken, but love prevailed. Broken, but love prevailed. And through love prevailing, forgiveness took place. Forgiveness took place. And in chapter 45, um, just in verse number 15, it reads, Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. And after that, his brethren talked with him. So this is forgiveness forgiveness at its best. Um, a lot of times, you know, we say, well, I don't think you should forgive and you still remember what happened. I disagree to that. If someone on the panel agrees, then, you know, that's that's fine. But I totally disagree um, with just because I, for, I forgive you or I forgave you doesn't mean that I forgot what happened. I'm not holding it against you. Listen to me closely. I'm not holding it against you because I genuinely love you and I genuinely with a pure heart forgive you. But I I, I remember what happened. Um, I've heard so many people say, well, if you remember what happened, then you really didn't forgive them. No, no, no. And we're going to find out even with this because God was with Joseph. Even though Joseph, um, you know, was putting his brothers through this, which, come on, let's, let's you know, some of us probably would have did worse. Um, but think about it. Joseph had the power to do whatever he wanted to do. He had the power to do whatever he wanted to do with his brothers that did him so dirty, that hated him, that wanted to kill him, but somebody, you know, hey, no, let's just tell him. But you sold your family, and now you're coming. You, you're gonna, you, you have to come to me to get what you need to, to live, <laughs> to survive. How many, what would you have done, even to this day, if you were in a position to help someone, that has wronged you, that have said all evil against you, that has physically harmed you, mentally abused you, and they have to come to you because what they need 
It's in your possession. It's in your power to give it to them. What would you do? And that's the question tonight. What would you do? That spouse that betrayed you, that child that disrespected you, and now they have to come, they, they're asking to come back home, would you? And if you didn't, I mean, hey, it's nothing, it's nothing wrong with that, but is, it, is the genuine forgiveness and love in your heart? Is it truly in your heart? It's coming up again. How are you going to respond is the question tonight, along with forgiveness. How you respond to situations kind of shows where your heart is. I was listening to the message um, on Sunday while we were out of town um, for my son's game in Valdosta, and I was listening to the message because um, I, I couldn't log into Facebook because I don't, I don't have Facebook. I don't even know how to work Facebook. But um, my son was live on TikTok, and I got on there to listen to Mr. Tolbert, listen to him speak, and he was talking about the words and, you know, different things that people say and you're, you're killing people's character and, you know, um, you know just being, being fake. Um, and that stuck out to me because I said, wow, even in this lesson, later on, y'all will probably hear me say it again, but later on um, throughout the chapter, the end of um, the, uh, like the 50th chapter of Genesis, when things happened, they thought Joseph was being fake. And now that things had happened, they thought that the true colors was going to come out. But Joseph was real. Joseph was real. His emotions were real. Um, his love for his family, his love for his brethren was real. So when the message came forth on Sunday, I was like, wow, this is this is good. And then my husband and I was having a conversation. Well, I wouldn't say a conversation, but um, he was sharing with me some things that he wanted to do. And um, this message tonight, I'm like, you, you can forgive, but how far does your forgiveness go? Um, I know some growing up in church, I would hear people say, well, if you forgive, you know, then you just completely let it go. Yeah, I can forgive you, but I, we don't have to be best friends. <laughs> I can forgive you, but I don't, we don't have to talk every day. I can forgive you, but I don't have to be in your company. I, those things, it's, it's okay so if that's you tonight, don't feel like, oh, well, I still have something in my heart. Because, no, you can forgive a person, whomever, but you are not qualified, I mean, obligated to be in those people's faces or always, you know, presenting yourself or going out of your way. That's And they then they try to make you feel like you wasn't saved or whatever. But we see Joseph, I said Joseph did all of this, but God was still with Joseph, okay? God was with, uh, was still with Joseph. So forgiveness, verse number 15, forgiveness at its best. Um, so right, uh, so at this point, the big reveal, um, it comes, and Joseph tells everyone to leave the room. Tells everyone to leave the room um, except for his brothers. So... <laughs> He tells everybody to leave the room except for except for his brothers. Okay, um, it was amazing. Just just reading this this whole thing on Joseph has just 
totally been a blessing because a lot of times we say, well, why in the world did we, did I have to go through that? And, you know, I lost everything. I hear people, I, I was talking to my coworkers and I lost everything, this and this and this and this, but the outcome was you gained more than what you lost. So count that, count that as a blessing because it could have been worse. You could be dead to where you can't count these little, as these little things, you know, as, of course, they're blessings, but you, it's a possibility that God could have chosen to take you completely out. So, and I, I was just praying because I have a family member that's in a situation, and I said, well, Lord, I've been praying, God, protect them cover them because a lot of times we don't know where they are. They could be on the street. They could be dead. They could be strung out on drugs and nobody would know it. So the um, it came up to where, you know, when I found out that this person, you know, got locked up, I was like, well, Lord, <laughs> if that's the way to get their attention, then God, you do whatever you have to do um, to, to work it out. But everything that we go through is a test. And it's a trial. Everything that we're going through, whatever you're dealing with tonight, and you're like, why do I keep going through this? I cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, actually, you prop, you can see it. Only thing you have to do is take those blinders off. Get out of the way. You are blocking your own sunlight. You are blocking your own light. And what is standing in your way? tonight far as whatever it is that you keep going through, that you're dealing with, but understand and trust the Lord that he's going to fix it and that he's going to work it out. So I'm going to open up to the panel. Is anybody on tonight that may want to make a comment? Amen, First Lady. Um, I'm here. I'm with I didn't hear uh, everything in the uh, exact beginning, um, but it's also a, a, a great lesson as well, like you're talking about as far as forgiveness. I agree with you had asked a question about, you know, about how forgiveness goes, and, and you were telling us about, like, forgiving and forgetting. I stand, like, on what you're saying as far as what when it comes down to forgiveness, it doesn't mean that, you know, I all of a sudden have amnesia or anything, and I I don't know what happened or anything like that. But it doesn't mean that I have to hold that against you. So, yes, you you know, teach it properly that, look, we, we got to understand situations will happen. You're going to have somebody that's going to do some things to you. But, you know, we, we, we got to understand that we can still have forgiveness in our heart and move forward together um, in forgiveness and, and, and be able to come together like with, what Joseph did with his with his brothers, you know, um, it was also amazing. And you never know how things are going to turn out. That's why another lesson is just for us to be able to treat people the right way to begin with. Because, like in I think it's chapter I think it's chapter forty four. I think it's verse five when he uh, I think it's no forty five. Well, basically uh, forty five and five like. It says, like, now, therefore, be not grieved, not angry with yourselves, <clears throat> that you were sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve life. So 
Mm. You never know how a situation happens because, see, you can't try and cut up on everybody because you never know how that person is going to be down the line to be able to have your best interest or anything that could happen because, see, he said that, you know, it, it goes through him. You know what I mean? Like, hey, God set this up to be able to preserve your life. So that's why you got to be careful how you treat people. You never know how this going to happen. You never know if that same person is going to um, hold your blessing down the line or anything. Like, you never know. That's why you treat everybody the right way to begin with. So, awesome lesson. And I, that's, that's my two cents. Amen. Amen. Thank you for those comments. Amen. Anybody else want to make a comment before I proceed on? Amen. So good evening, y'all. Um, I do have a comment also. Uh, one of the scriptures that I read um, in reference to forgiveness is Ephesians 4 and 32, which says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. Um, and I like that scripture because Sometimes we feel like, well, that person did this and that person did that, but we were all born in sin, every single last one of us. So Christ bared it all for us. So who are we not to forgive someone? And the the Bible speaks mm-hmm. on forgiveness all throughout the Bible. So, you know, we just have to be kind to our brothers and sisters, forgive people. And, you know, as my husband just said, just treat people right from the beginning. But, no, you know, you can you can – Still remember what somebody did to you, but don't hold it over their head or, you know, keep your guard up. But, you know, don't keep allowing people to abuse or, you know, mistreat or misuse you either. So, yeah, I'm just ready to dig deeper into the scriptures. That's all. Amen. 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 I think it was someone was someone else getting ready to say something. I don't want to um, overlook you. Thought someone was about to say something. I was. Um, I was just echoing what was already said. And lately, I've been well. Lately, I've read a book, and basically, the book said um, it's called Unshakable by John Eckhart. Basically, said that we shouldn't let unforgiveness control us to the point to where we're not Christ-like anymore mm. and unforgiveness shouldn't bring us to the point to where we can't be a reflection of God and if the thing that hurt us controls us to the point where, you know, we turn sin or evil or hateful, we can't forgive the person and move on, then we have to seek deliverance and give that to God so that way we don't cut ourselves off from blessings like Mr. Tober just said that scripture if we can't forgive, then we lock ourselves off from God, and we take unforgiveness takes us as far away from God as possible. Mm. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Yep, that's um beautiful comments, um, team. I appreciate that. And that is that is definitely definitely and everybody said it's definitely it and Sister Tober, she said the scripture that I was going to next, so she already covered that. Thank you, my my teammate. I appreciate it. Um, so unforgiveness, um the scripture talks about well, if to to just sum it up pretty much. You can't forgive your brother, your sisters, 
So, you, you know, your heavenly father is not going to forgive you. So things happen. Life happens. So um, not holding a grudge um, in your heart. And as I was reading this, forgiveness, um, the scripture talks about if you have an ought against your brother or sister, you know, you go to them because if things build up, um, I was reading, it was like, it's just like a snowball. It's like a snowball. You know, it's small. Keep rolling it. Keep rolling it. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually it's going to fall apart. And you don't want to find yourself at that point to where it has got to the point where everything has built up. Now you explode and, um, you know, and, and you kind of explode at, at the wrong time. So it's best to go ahead and handle it. The scripture says to go to them. And then if that don't work out, then you take you two or three more people and you go to them, you know, not telling your side of the story. Well, come on, let me go ahead and take you over here because, you know, this happened and that happened. No, 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 no. Find you someone who has godly wisdom, godly knowledge, and that and that's not on your side, but they're going to be on the right side and try to, you know, get the situation solved. But then if that don't work, the scripture says you take them before the church. This, gener- this, this church that we're in now, not our church, but the churches, period, if that was to come, oh, they shouldn't have did that. Oh, it wasn't that serious. They was just trying to embarrass us. No, no, no. But the Bible says the word of God that we're supposed to live and stand on, the word of God tells you if you cannot get it resolved, take it before the congregation, take it before the church. But this situation, this 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 right here, I said a lot of times us as ministers and um, that not minister as far as having the title, but ministering the word of God, period. If the word doesn't hit you first, you got to self-check yourself. If you're never, up, you know, nervous when you're bringing the word of God, you know, you need to check yourself. Because I said, wow, this is for, you know, I don't, I don't think I have a problem with forgiveness because I love everybody. And as I always say, I love saying it, God really has a sense of humor, Um I was in a situation at my son's band, um, his band uh, performance that he had, and I thought I was just going, you know, I'm there, I'm enjoying my son, loving every moment of it because he's a senior, and I have my my baby boy on my back. He aggravated. He ready to go home. So I'm kneeling down. I'm dancing with the band with him, and um, this person walks up to me, and they're like, Oh my God! Hi, how you doing? You know, I'm so glad to see you. And I was like, Wow, that's not the um, <laughs> that's not the reaction that I thought this person would have because a few years back, you know, I, I forgive them. I still love them even to this day. I love them to life. But you tried your best to kill my character. You tried to, you know, come into my marriage and. <clears throat> had my husband thinking stuff crazy and thinking we're about to have a meeting. And I'm talking about in the church. So those that's listening that feels like, oh, the, everybody in the church is good. No, pe- the church is a hospital. It's people that's hurting in the church that doesn't know how to deal with it, and they will hurt others because they're because they're hurting. So when that situation took place, you know, I was like, okay, go ahead, backtrack, 
think about it, think your thoughts, because our thoughts can even get us in trouble. But when this person came in, and I'm like, the last conversation we had, you was telling my husband, you know, that I was doing all these different things, and I'm outside of hit outside the marriage and just tried to kill my character, tried to kill me as a person. And for a moment, I allowed it to get to me because it affected my husband. Um, and just imagine if somebody's coming to you in the church and they're requesting a meeting to talk about just, just basic stuff, and all of, a sudden, all of a sudden your child is in there with you and that child bringing up things that they heard and that person is going along with it to kill your character. People, it happens. It happens. But I had to do a self-check, and I was like, there is nothing in my heart. Like, I genuinely love this person. I still hug them. I was like, hey, well, how you doing? But that goes back to, um, as one of my teammates said, you cannot hold unforgiveness in your heart because you want to know why? Thank you for asking. It'll hurt you. Forgiveness is not for that other person, but the forgiveness is for you. So at this time, I don't know um, my husband is on or if Minister Tobert is doing the offering, but I'll turn it over to whoever doing that part, and then I'll um, I'll have my conclusion. All right. Um, and then here, Pastor, if he comes in, he can take over. Um, but definitely at this point, um, great message so far. And thank everyone for tuning in and listening at this moment. And I know that um, we're gaining a lot of information about forgiveness and just want to just thank you for that at this time. And those of you all that are listening, if you would like to be blessing unto our <coughs> ministry, to our outreach program, um, which is Extended Arms, um, you can do so by way of Cash App. Uh, our Cash App is dollar sign E-A Ministry. That's E-A Ministry. I'm sorry. That's dollar sign E-A Ministry. And if those that would like to give, you can give so uh, at this time, no specific amount, whatever you have with Help and go a mighty long way, uh, $5, $10, whatever you do have. Um, again, this goes towards whenever we have something going on at the at the church to be able to bless the family in need. Um, use that several times to be able to bless families. Um, also, uh, in past, been able to distribute food. So uh, that, that money does go a long way, and it does help people that are in need, and that is the exact design for this cash app and uh, for this uh, cash app that we're giving uh, for extended arms. Amen. Again, I'll say it again. Uh, the cash app for extended arms is EA Ministries. All right. And that's it, First Lady. Uh, service back into your hand. Amen. All right. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. So um, now at this point, um, let's, we're going to read verse number one and get ready to sum, to uh, 
I mean, this is so good. I mean, I'm, I'll probably go ahead and go to the uh, to sum up the rest of the chapters. But now at this point, you know, Joseph has taken his brothers through, um, you know, all these different things. First they were spies. He's telling them spies. They're like, no, we're not. Yes, you are. No, you're not. No, we're not. You know, and Joseph's like, well, you know, you came and spy out the land. And they're like, no, we're not. We're here for this. And then they put him in prison. Then they got to take his, um, have to come back the second time. And now they bring Benjamin along. So now we're at the point um, through all of this that Joseph is doing, he still loves his brothers. Um, he still loves them. With, and so now he's getting ready to reveal himself to them. And this part, um, you know, just pay close attention because the love that I felt even through even through reading this, because the word of God is, is a living, living word it's living word and when I was reading this it just you know I was I I was just you know I've read it before but it just really touched me in a different in a different way because I'm in a different place with my relationship with the Lord and with him strengthening um, me daily with the things that I've been praying and asking him um, to work with me on so never get to the point to where you think you got it all together because you don't as the scriptures say that we all have fallen short and come in, you know, all have fallen, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So never think that you got it all together because the Lord will give you a reality check and you'll find out then, oh, I need to fast. I need to pray. I need to get more in into the word. I'm in the word, but God, it's more. It's more for me to do. Right here, it just blessed my heart, blessed my soul so much. Um, that Joseph, I feel like he was really fighting back um, to to just really tell them. But he just, when he heard that he had a brother and how um, his emotions were kind of all over the place, and I said, I wonder, did he think at this point, well, did they do to Benjamin, you know, what they what they did to me? Because this is, you know, stepbrothers or whatever. But that's his brother his brother, who he loved, and he hadn't even, he just heard of it. So right here um, in chapter 45, then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him, and he cried, um, caused every man to go out from me, and there stood no man with him while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud. And the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Does my father yet live? He was so focused on his, this. He asked about his father a few times. He loved his father. Being taken away from his, from his father without being able to say goodbye, without, you know, hugging him, kissing him, telling him that he loved him, but he was taken away. So he wanted to know about his brother. And his brethren could, <clears throat> could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. Could you imagine how they were feeling, knowing what they, what they did, knowing how they hated him, and he has revealed himself? They're probably like, oh, oh. They're, they're in shock. And Joseph said unto his brethren, come near to me. He's telling them, y'all, come near to me. He could have called in the guards. He could have called in anybody. He could have had them killed. But the love, the, a true man of God, that God was with him, showed so much, so much, you know, 
as we were as the, the women, we did the fruit of the spirit. He showed so much peace. He suffered a long time through the long suffering. So come near to me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. And I thought this part was kind of hilarious because he's reminded them, in verse number five, as I read, now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves. Don't be upset with yourselves that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve you, to preserve life. For these two years have the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall um, neither be um, earring nor harvest. Verse 7, and God sent me before you to preserve you and pos- uh, posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. Goes back to what the team. Careful how you treat. Be careful how you treat people because you may have to. You may. You may have to go back to them. Okay, so you have to be careful with that. So now it was not you that sent me. Oh God, this blessed me so good. He's talking to his brother. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God, and He has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. And we're going to skip over real quick because I get ready to, um, to I'll open back up to the panel and I'll go ahead and end. But this is, before I get too happy, because good God Almighty, this blessed me so because at this point they were terrified. They didn't know, they didn't know what Joseph was going to do, but the love that Joseph had, the forgiveness that he had, And I want to read this scripture. It's Mark chapter 11, verse 25. This is Jesus speaking. And when ye stand praying, forgive. If ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. The way. It's nothing that you have done that good to where you can't forgive and love others. It's no way you can call yourself a child of God, a Christian, a believer, a man that died on the cross for me and for you, not knowing if you were going to choose him, not knowing if you were going to accept him as your Lord and Savior. He forgave us of all of our stupidness, all of our unrighteousness, but we can't forgive someone that talked about us. Who are you? Who am I? Yes, things, it, it takes time. Um, with, with people that, with family members, I've been there. I've done that, you know, as a child, um, you know, adults taking advantage of you, doing things that, you know, adults shouldn't be doing. Those ones that are supposed to love you and comfort you, those are the ones that hurt you. But I'm telling you, we serve such an awesome God. 